I'm Dennis Astropasio of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brotherlook Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Brotherlook Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kablog and comes out every Monday. Today, we podcast week 23 of the stock market outlook for June 5, 2023 to June 9, 2023. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Last week's share prices slipped downward as market weakness permeated most of the week's trade. The market recovered on Friday after the U.S. Congress moved to lift the debt ceiling and dodge a default bullet. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index fell 18.19 points to close at 6,512.01 points. The main index started the week strong but fell for three straight days, even on month end. The index gained much of the losses by Friday. Most of the sub-indices ended in the red, led by the broader All Shares Index, that shed 13.21 points to close at 3,474.87 points. The Financials Index rose 20.42 to close at 1,836.09. The Industrial Index fell 134.26 to close at 9,208.90. The Holding Firms Index declined 56.36, a close lower at 6,483. The Property Index plunged 53.11 to close at 2,650.34. The Services Index was up 24.66 to close at 1,550.54. And the Mining and Oil Index was down 35.97 to close at 10,039.14. For the week, Losers Edge Gainers 118-202, while 26 shares were unchanged. The top gainers for the week were Boulevard Holdings Incorporated, PH Resource Group Holdings Incorporated, Vulcan Industrial and Mining Corporation, Top Frontier Investment Holdings Incorporated, Dito CME Holdings Corporation, Rojas Holdings Incorporated, and LMG Corporation. The top losers, meanwhile, were Petron Corporation, Mabuhay Holdings Corporation, Keppel Philippines Holdings Incorporated B shares, Dizon Copper Silver Mines Incorporated, Mondenese Incorporation, Vivant Corporation, and Premier Horizon Alliance Corporation. Share prices may rise this week as the approval of the U.S. debt ceiling bill may continue to give the local market an upward boost. 
Jafet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said investors are also expected to take cues from the upcoming May inflation data. Tanchanko said the further slowdown in inflation may also strengthen the positive sentiment. Jean De Castro, head of fixed income at Manulife Investment Management and Trust Corporation, said local inflation has moderated printing 6.6% in April from 7.6% in March, affirming that inflation may have already peaked for the Philippines. De Castro said the market can expect negative base effects in the coming months to significantly result in slower inflation data in line with the inflation forecast of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas for May. Looking ahead to the fourth quarter, local inflation can be expected to fall within the Banco Central ng Pilipinas 2% to 4% target range, barring any sharp increases in global oil prices, De Castro said. De Castro added that the moderating inflation environment, coupled with a pause in monetary policy actions, supports the positive local bond outlook for the second half of 2023. Mark Canizares, head of equities at Manulife Investment Management and Trust Corporation, added that moderating inflation should be able to provide support to local share prices going into the second half of the year. Canizares said that rate-sensitive sectors, such as residential property, will likely benefit from this tailwind. Domestic consumption, which benefited as the country reopened, will likely get some support as well from easing prices, as raw material and other input costs moderate, Canizares said. Canizares explained in a market note that should the trend of deceleration continue in the second half, the local market's focus will likely shift to when interest rates will peak and eventually decline. Lower rates historically help drive a rally in equity markets, Canizares added. Meanwhile, Tanchango said the market may also take cues from upcoming labor market and foreign trade data. Tanchanko said the market's chart remains bearishly biased with the bourse posting losses for the second straight week. Also, Tanchanko said the market remains below its 10-day, 50-day, and 200-day exponential moving averages. Finally, Tanchanko said value turnover remains thin, implying that many are still out of the market. Juan Paulo Colet, Managing Director at China Bank Capital Corporation, said after last week's volatility and large foreign outflows, the market will try to find its footing in the 6,400 to 6,600 zone. Colette said the lifting of the U.S. debt limit for two years removes a major overhang on equity markets and gives a temporary shot of optimism. According to Colette, investors will also weigh the outlook for U.S. interest rates in view of mixed signals on whether the Federal Reserve will skip a policy rate hike this month. Colette said investors are also mindful of data out of China, where the post-pandemic economic recovery seems to be losing steam, which could have spillover effects on Southeast Asian economies. The local bourse trading range is seen from 6,400 to 6,600. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation gave a buy when its support price holds on the stock of Ayala Land Incorporated as its share price is back again at its support when it fell down to 25 pesos and 85 centavos. Regina Capital said all indicators are showing bearishness. However, the broker said this can still be played by bargain hunters as this area is where the stock is known to bounce back towards 27 peso levels.
the shares of Ayala Land Incorporated was last traded at 25 pesos and 95 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital gave the same rating on the stock of SM Prime Holdings Incorporated after its share price was down almost 5% in these past two days, with indicators suddenly turning bearish. The broker said this can also be traded by bargain hunters as this area is where the stock is known to bounce back towards 34 peso levels. SM Prime Holdings Incorporated also received a buy rating from Maybank Investment Banking Group after the company reported first quarter 23 earnings of 9.4 billion pesos, which is ahead of Maybank Investments forecast due to the outperformance of its small and hotels convention center segments. Maybank Investments said it is raising its fiscal year 2023 and 2024 earnings estimates by 7% to 8%, but keeps its NAV-based TP unchanged at 43 pesos as the higher discounted cash flow-based valuations of its property investments is offset by the broker's higher development costs for the reclamation project. Maybank Investments said it expects SM Prime Holdings Incorporated to surpass its fiscal year 2019 net income by year-end 2023, making the broker's 32% upside potential realizable. The shares of SM Prime Holdings Incorporated closed last Friday at 32 pesos and 85 centavos. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror Broader Look podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line BM Podcast. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Many thanks also go to Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for providing the voice for the waiver. This is Denis Topaz of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered. Catch you in the next episode.